This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast because I know you could be listening to so many other things but you tuned in to scratch your own itch with me and my guest today April Beach if you're wondering who April Beach is oh get excited because she's a startup specialist author entrepreneur business coach speaker activist motivator mom of not just one boy not just two boys but three boys and she gives solutions to driven people, people that are tuning into this. Because honestly, you know that if you're if you're tuning in, you're ready to level up. So, without further ado, give a warm welcome to the one and only April Beach. Wow, thank you so much. I think you made me sound a lot a lot better than I actually am. But thank you for that intro. It's so fun to be here. <laughs> no, no, my pleasure. You've done a lot and. I just got to dig right in. What do you think is the best story of your life that has an underlying message? Yeah, so I've actually been on my own since I was 13. And prior to that, my family were lifestyle entrepreneurs. So we had houses in California and Hawaii. And every business that we launched was strategically designed so that we could play and surf was really what it came down to in travel. And then all of a sudden, my whole family just kind of fell apart when I was 13. And I found myself by myself. But it was so interesting. Even then, you know, the good thing about having that happen to you when you're 13 is you have like this huge ego. And so I thought that, you know, I was uncrushable, which, <laughs> which actually worked in my benefit. And I started developing and designing my own life and was, you know, launching my own companies and small different businesses and then just working odd jobs through that point of time all the way into my 20s until I actually became a quote unquote like official business coach. So I, I definitely attribute everything that I do today and I mean even how I raise my kids and how I inspire other people to live their life based on the fact that I had to figure it out at a really, really young age. And I just happened to actually know what I wanted at a young age, which I was really fortunate for that. That is a very, very rare that you knew at a young age. But I think that loneliness actually, uh, it just, it kind of puts you in a space or like a hole where you go, I've got to figure it out fast. Uh, no one's going to give it to me. I, I need to roll with it. Um, so that's like, super super weird how sometimes someone's greatest weakness becomes their greatest strength but 
it's a nice um, paradigm that we sometimes find ourselves in, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's totally a blessing in disguise for sure. Yeah. Um, what do you think is the best piece of overall business advice that you've ever gotten? Oh, that I've ever gotten. Mm. You know, I think that I'm a huge Simon Sinek follower. And I really think that I always knew that my purpose drove what I was doing, but it never really fell um, into a business strategy. I never really stopped to actually pay attention to that until, until I really discovered his work. And I believe that purpose drives everything we do and, and why we do what we do is more important than what we do itself. And so I, I actually try to live by that and consult my clients to follow that as well. And I still today think by far that that's the best business advice I've ever received. Yeah. Oh, oh. I cannot, I cannot agree with you more than anybody else because it's starting with why is like mm-hmm. just, it's huge, it's huge. And, and when I uh, actually ask people like that are going to real estate, sometimes I'll meet people that are like, yeah, I'm going to get my broker's license. I really do dig into them and I go, you've been told to do this because you make money, but why do you really want to do it? Right. Why? You right. Know, uh, Right. Because business is hard and startup is hard. And if you don't love it and, you know, so much to the point where you do it for free, not that you're going to, but that you would, then it's not going to fly. It's a long, bumpy road and it's not always perfect. You got to love it for sure. And it has to come from within. I totally believe that. Yeah. Uh, April, I'm so happy we're having this conversation. Because, <laughs> uh, that's um, that is so just there's so much illusion out there on the Internet, but that rings true. Um, if you're listening to this and you hear that and you have time to put this on pause and put one heart, one hand on your heart and the other hand on your stomach and just breathe in and really, you know, on the, on the exhale, ask yourself why you're doing what you're doing. And if you can't think of something, then stop. Don't keep following it. Um, but I want to get into, um, you know, if you could give yourself just just a little piece of wisdom from five years ago, even what would you want to say to yourself? Um, truthfully that I should have started pushing myself out to speak on stage earlier, really. Well, even when I wasn't ready to do it, even when I was scared, that's what I would have told myself five years ago that, um, it's, it's kind of like this fear that gets in your way. Uh, speaking is such a big thing that I think so many people, even really accomplished entrepreneurs are afraid of. And I've been afraid of it for so long. And finally, I've just kind of started realizing that it's actually not about me. And it's about the message that needs to be shared and the people that are out there that I'm strategically in some interesting way designed to share that message with them. And that they've been waiting for a long time and how many people how many people have missed the message that they perhaps needed to hear because I couldn't get out of my own way, you know? So I think that that's the biggest advice. Um, I've always been good at doing things I'm afraid of. I actually kind of thrive for some strange reason uh, under fear, but that's the one thing that I have uh, regretted for a long time. And so that's the one thing I'm really forcing myself into do. I already started here in 2018 and much more in 19 for sure. Wow. 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 Uh, I'm so happy that you can be so transparent with that and just be like, heck, it's not about me. And to realize that um, it's not about you and to know that that your message matters. And I really like that is uh, a key to success that I wish they taught you in first grade. 
and drill <laughs> that into your head more often. Um, yeah, I try to tell my boys that, yeah, I'm always like, it's not about you. Sometimes it has nothing to do with you. Even, even like the biggest struggles we go through. I mean, there's in the big picture, sometimes, you know, we're called to go through those things in order to serve and help other people. And that's a really hard pill to swallow because we want it to be about us, especially when things hurt, especially when things are hard. But a lot of things, even the tough things in our life sometimes have absolutely nothing to do with us, you know? Yeah, and in, in a way, actually, I think it, allevi- it alleviates some pressure yeah. from you if you do just kind of go, it's not about me. Right. Like, wow. Like, oh, gosh. Like, I feel like the the world is lifted off my shoulders. I'm not in a rat race. I just need to be okay with where I'm at and make sure that I'm making other people around me cool and successful. That's that's so cool. Thank you. Um, I want to go into the next question because I know I could talk about that forever. Uh, the next question is that I really want to know, April, what do you think is like the key to happiness and how do you process it? Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. I hope I was, I wish I should say I had thought about this question before the interview. Gosh, you know, the key to happiness, I really think is being true to ourselves and that's also something that's really scary, but it's giving an opportunity, giving ourselves an opportunity to stop and really figure out what makes us happy. I, you know, my message that that I share is, is uh, you know, smashing the box that's built around us. I call it burning the picket fence. And that is really developing life based on what you want, based on what makes you happy and based on what, you know, makes your heart beat or your heart flutter. And it's not about a path that anybody else laid out for you. And so, you know, walking into that is a scary thing, but taking a moment to give ourselves permission to do that, I believe is, is the key to happiness and, and just truly listening to ourselves in that and, and burning the picket fence in, in your own way. I love it. Um, also, I think this is going to go a little. So, I, I, I really am asking you to be as as uh, vulnerable as you can with our audience. Um, I think mornings are so exclusively interesting, uh, and they're very interesting because the first thoughts that you have in a day sometimes are um, are are crazy. And so, I'm wondering what kind of first thoughts go through your head when you first wake up. So, uh, I've gotten better at this. I can't say I'm perfect, but my alarm actually goes off at 3.56 a.m. And I swing my legs over the side of the bed. I actually did a podcast episode of in my own podcast about this, kind of swing my legs over the side of the bed. Um, you guys can imagine it. I'm only five feet tall, so my feet like don't even touch the ground. It's like a little kid. It's like <laughs> they're like actually swinging on the side of the bed. And I inhale and I exhale, and I have to control my mind because the first thought is, oh, you know, what, you know, all the things I have to do today, the kids need this, this bill needs to be paid. My team is waiting for me for that. And that's automatically where my mind goes. It's almost like to instant chaos, but I have to control that. And so I do this thing where I just like sit on the side of the bed and I take a few really, really big deep breaths. And I ask myself this question, what is my intention for today? And I can set one intention. I allow myself to set one intention. Otherwise, I'd have like 10,000 intentions and 
they would be pointless. And I set one intention, like I'm going to intentionally focus on this, or I'm going to intentionally be great at this, or I'm going to intentionally, you know, overcome this, whatever it is. So I set one intention for the day and then I, and then I go work out. And when I work out, it's not like a social hour. I kind of have this really loud thumping, almost like early nineties rave music for anybody who, who knows what that is, who's old enough to understand what raves are like in the early nineties. And, and, um, and I am totally in my own zone and all I do that whole entire time is focus on my intention. Well, that's actually not true. I try to focus the whole entire time I'm working out on that one intention. My mind goes 10,000 other places, but I think even if I, I have to at least try and that helps me to be successful towards that that day. Oh, you're so, see, this is a real girl speaking with us right now where she says she tries, she tries, she tries to stay on that intention, but she's a human being just like all of us are where maybe her mind gets distracted. And I'm so sick of people having these, um, these podcasts I listen to where I go, oh, they have a perfect morning routine. Oh, right. they have a perfect workout. <laughs> and so it's like, um, the, the whole point of it is like, you're just, you're like all of us and, and like you are super, super killing it right now. Um, and so if people are listening to this, uh, I got three more questions. The third to last question is where can people find more to you, more, more of April beach? Yeah, sure. So you guys can connect with me. I'm the host of the Sweet Life podcast. It's one word, Sweet Life. And um, that's a great place to connect with me. It's just business strategies and development tools for life first entrepreneurs. And then I am the founder of the Sweet Life company. So at sweetlifeco.com. Sweet, sweet, sweet. I love it. Um, yeah, pun very much intended. <laughs> sweet, sweet life. Uh, I say that word way too much. So uh, you're stealing, stealing my words, April. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so two specific questions for you. Um, because I just, I, I've done my research on you and I go, wow, this is something that I really need to ask her is, do you feel like there's too many people right now trying to be coaches and and uh, trying to sell this design your own life thing? Yes. Um, and what separates you from the rest? Yeah, I do. I do think that. And it's so interesting. And it's it's really, it makes me actually afraid for the entrepreneurs who are really looking for reliable coaches because there's so much out there. And it's it's honestly very, very hard to find um, somebody who's, who's raw and true. And, and I even have a business coach. I believe very much in investing ourselves in coaching. Um, you know, I've been a business coach and strategist for 21 years, and I really think it comes down to having somebody tell you it's not going to be perfect, but also being able to follow and learn from somebody that has a system that you can see that they have done it. And their system is not selling you a coaching program. <laughs> their system is they've built profitable businesses and they've sold them similar to the ones that you want to do. And, and it, there's a lot of noise out there and I'm actually worried for the new entrepreneurs because I've had a lot of people, you know, come along the way and just saying, Oh my gosh, I spent all this money on this coach and I, I have a great looking Instagram account, but no products, no signature offer, nothing to sell, no funnel and no message that really aligns with my life, no profit plan. And so I, I think that I mean, I'm very transparent and raw. You guys can hear that when you listen to my podcast. I'm not the right coach for everybody. I am 
I am very, very, very like no holes barred. I say it like it is. And, um, and that I'm also not the right coach for everybody, but I don't think that people should buy into perfection because that is a sham to be honest. I'm so, I'm so happy you just said that, uh, April, because honestly, I, I feel like there's so many people out there that are doing these coaching programs. Yeah. I just put out a LinkedIn post about, you know, sometimes you gotta find your haters first and to know as a business owner, sometimes you gotta go, who can I not sell? Who should I not sell to? Because then you can really weed out who you are right for, because I'll tell you what, when you first start out, you think you can sell anybody and that's just wrong or your content's going to speak to everybody and that's wrong too. Um, so to really just weed that out. And I love how you say, you know, in your answer, I know I'm not a coach for everyone and I have over 21 years of business experience and, and strategy to know that I'm, I'm a coach for just these subtype of people. But the last question I want to leave us out on um, because I think it's just, I, I think answers are, are so important, but I find questions even be more important. Scratch your own itch. It's all about curiosity. So do you think you could leave the listener with a uh, self-inquisitive question? Um, if you need an example upon that, I could give you one, but you, I think you know what I mean. Yes. No. Yes. I, I would love to do that. I would love for you guys to ask yourself when I am like, not to sound morbid, but this is really, really powerful. I ask myself this same question all the time. You know, when I am done with this, with this life here, am I going to regret not going for it? Am I going to regret doing something the way somebody else had wanted me to rather than my own way? And am I going to regret not giving or impacting the way that deep down inside I know that I am supposed to be. So just really imagine that. Imagine being there. Could, you know, we never know how long we're going to be here on earth. You know, it could be when you're way old and gray and you, you did awesome. You know, it could be next year. We just don't have any idea. I just never want to have any regrets, which is a, which is a real tall order, you know, but, um, I just think that's an important question to ask ourselves because I think that business is an avenue to walk into our purpose if we listen to ourselves, truly figure out what our why is and define our business and our life accordingly that it certainly can be. Uh, I don't think we can round it out any better than that. Uh, again, Thank you so much, April, for coming on the show. Please check out our podcast. Um, if you hear this and you go, I, I want to just listen to the next thing. I really, I, I, I really want to ask you to don't do that because <laughs> uh, that's where all these crazy, awesome, motivational podcasts uh, they can actually hurt you instead of help you. If you actually take time, maybe it's not the right time because you're driving or maybe you're working out. But schedule a time to actually do some of these things that April and I talked about, you know, and uh, it, it really does work if you just believe in it. The most profitable thing in the world is belief. Uh, so thank you so much again, April, for coming on to the show. Hit the subscribe button if you appreciate this. If you found this at all inspiring or inspirational or informative or you feel like you need to share this with a friend because 
of the vulnerability that April just shared out on on her own life and shared with us, like, yes, please do. So uh, again, virtual huge hug to you, April. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks for giving me a chance to share. I really appreciate this show and your transparency because it's not easy to find in media. So thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Absolutely. Wow, you made it to the very end of the show. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch with your host, Logan Tyler Nelson. To make it to the end? Gosh, that doesn't happen very much nowadays. I mean, especially with the constant distraction. So I appreciate all of the efforts that you just took out of your day to make it to the end. And if you hit that subscribe button and leave a review, you would have no idea what that would mean to me. So thank you so much for taking the time to hit that subscribe button. And if you leave a review, check it out. Just screenshot it, send it to me, and I'd love to host your review out on the show. But don't ever forget, like I say, you matter and you're enough. Love is the main reason for how all this happened. Love for all my fans, love for all the shows. Got love for all my memories, no matter where I go. Even if I'm out to nothing, I know there's always something. It's not a fitness test, but it'll always.